ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Free Minds Podcast. Thank you very much for taking some time out of your day and spending it with me. I really appreciate it. It means the world to me. Um, so Joe Biden's officially president. Kamala Harris is officially vice president. People are acting like uh, this is some crazy, historic, incredible moment when it's not. We already had a black president for eight years, elected twice. So, I mean, forgive me, but the VP thing didn't really do it for me. And there's these memes going around like Kamala Harris is the first minority VP in history, which is complete nonsense. Uh, Herbert Hoover's, I believe it was Herbert Hoover, uh, his VP was a Native American man. Which, you know, for the left, I don't know if that's intersectional. I don't know if that has enough intersectional juice to matter to them. But they also don't know anything about history, so uh, they, they're not even aware of it. But, uh, so yeah, Joe Biden's president. And we've already seen Democrat governors and mayors throughout the country calling for opening up and uh, calling for everyone to go back to work and letting business open, essentially allowing people to have their rights back. That's what that's what's happening. They're going to allow you to make a living again now that they've thrown their nine month long tantrum of rioting, looting and holding the American people and their economy hostage while people are unable to put food on the table for their children and pay their mortgages and their rents. Now that they've done all that, and they finally got rid of the very, very evil, very bad orange man, who's very, very bad and evil, now they're going to let you have some of your rights back. <laughs> uh, it's pretty incredible to see them turn on a dime like that. Cuomo's coming out saying, we can't keep locked down. But, I mean... What was he saying two months ago? What was he saying a month ago? I mean, it's unbelievable how they just, they're they're really, <laughs> they're just going to turn on a dime like that with a straight face and act like it's completely legit because they are the ultimate liars and power hungry monsters, the Democrat party. Uh, it's, it's truly just unbelievable. And I don't know how anybody doesn't see it. They're really, <laughs> they're really trying to play it off. Like, well, no, it's just, we're just going by the data. All of a sudden, they care about data. Yeah. Uh, so, on top of that, we've seen big tech unite against conservatives. Completely nuking parlor Under the auspices of inciting violence. Uh, despite the fact that uh, there was exhaustive analysis done by Glenn Greenwald that showed that the vast majority of the violence that took place on the 6th, I believe it was, when the Capitol was stormed and all that crazy stuff happened, was organized on Facebook and Twitter. The vast majority of it. Uh, the best, I think the, 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 the last I saw, the best numbers was there was something like 60 posts on Parler that violated their terms, and they all got removed because... You know, again, Parler has a broadcast standard. Um, so the vast majority of the violence was orchestrated and planned on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, it's weird that no one's calling for them to be removed from the Internet. Apple and Google aren't conspiring to, to subvert them and remove them from existence, even though Antifa and BLM are still organizing riots on these platforms Riots that are happening right now as I speak, because they happen every night in 
in Portland and Seattle, and I'm doing this is a late episode. Um, right now, as I'm saying these words, there's some psychopaths in black block walking around Seattle throwing Molotov cocktails through random windows and screaming about white supremacy. That's happening right now. And it's been happening every night for the past nine months, organized and protected by big tech and the media. These people use these platforms. Anybody can go on Twitter and check out Andy No. I highly suggest it. Andy NGO. I think it's Mr. Andy No. And he is the main journalist documenting the violence of Antifa and BLM. Every single day he posts clips. He'll post arrest records of people. And every single day he gets death threats from Antifa, which apparently doesn't violate Twitter's terms of service. <laughs> uh, and apparently, you know, death threats aren't bad enough to get them removed from the internet like the posts that were on Parler, which were apparently something much worse than that. Antifa has showed up at local bookstores in Portland and vandalized them and threatened the business owners to not sell Andy No's book that's coming out documenting the destruction and the lies and the propaganda of this network of domestic terrorists called Antifa. They, to this day, are using these big platforms... Twitter, Facebook, to do their evil. And no one cares because they're on the left. That's all it is. According to the post-millennial, 0%, 0 of the people that were arrested for attacking the Capitol were users of Parler. Uh We've seen a congresswoman from New York is calling for the Justice Department to investigate Parler for domestic terrorism. <laughs> uh, which, you know, again, is, is a joke because they don't care about terrorism. They don't care about looting. They don't care about rioting. They love all those things. They just don't like it when conservatives do it. That's all. That's all this is. It has nothing to do with them having a principled stand or a principled position in the face of rioting and looting. That is not it. These people went on the news and with, uh, God, I should have looked it up. I, I didn't, uh, didn't know this was going to come up. This, uh, this author, I can't think of their name. They wrote a book called In Defense of Looting and then went on, you know, late night talk shows and, and news and was promoting it. And they were like, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Right. And they're actually sitting. It's, it's truly staggering how much they will deal with if you just pretend to care about black people's lives while you're smashing and destroying things. You can literally get away with anything. Smashing cops with bricks, throwing Molotovs into a federal courthouse. It's fine. As long as you pretend that white supremacy is a really, really big problem, you can literally do anything you want. Uh, but it's, it's worse than just that. Because they let Antifa riot. They let BLM riot. As we just discussed, they didn't ban Facebook or Twitter or any of those platforms, but they used this, these people, these sick, empty, broken, brainwashed people, they let this happen so they could point to the, the, the destruction and say, look at Trump's America. Can you believe the things that are taking place 
in Trump's America? Riots in the streets. And it's, they're literally trying to goad him into being the fascist that they always called him. This is, this is my personal opinion. By letting the riots continue for as long as they did, and for by by covering up for them and justifying them. I mean, there's literally video of CNN correspondents in the field standing in front of a city blocks burning, being like, "Yeah, they're fiery, but mostly they're mostly peaceful protests." They're, I mean, really, right to your face. They're it's fi- fiery, but pr- it's pretty much peaceful. You know, Lo- like. The majority of it was peaceful. I mean, hell, the majority of the the demonstration on the 6th was peaceful. It was only those, whatever, 500 idiots who r- ran into the Capitol and smashed things and made themselves look stupid that were violent. So, so I mean, like, that, yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous, and it's bullshit, and we all know it's bullshit. Um, they just want their side to be the only one that can resort to violence. Because as soon as conservatives do it, they, I mean, we, we've seen it. They've used this single event to justify the complete and total removal of conservatives from society. I mean, they've already been there's there's already been calls to like for all those troops the 25,000 troops that were in the capital for the inauguration there there have been there's so many because they had to vet a bunch of them and they didn't know which ones were going to be able to stay because they had to make sure there was no dirty trump supporters in there so they're actually we're getting to a point where they're trying to to purify the the military branches of the military to be fully democrat which is a really weird, crazy authoritarian move that is getting almost no attention by people. Like, this just kind of goes over their heads. I don't understand it. It's really scary to me. When you start thinking, like, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, has, she came out and said that she's afraid to be in a room with Republicans because she thinks they might try to murder her. I mean, it's it's just unfathomable. We're talking, I mean, Kamala Harris set up a bail fund for these degenerate psychopaths and went on TV. She went on television and said, they will not stop. They will not stop. And they should not. That's a quote on Stephen Colbert. And there's been no bloviating about the safety or the integrity of the country. They didn't care. They don't give a shit about any of this. They just take whatever stance they need to take in the moment to gain power. Because that's what they do. But now that this small group of dumbasses stormed the Capitol, they have exactly what they've been wanting. A reason. Now they have a reason to justify removing all of us. Anyone who voted for Trump can be tied to this insurrection. They love this word insurrection. Like the the only way it could be an insurrection is if you're stupid enough to think that whoever sits in the chair just gets to write laws or something. I mean, there's literally no other way. I know a lot of the a lot of the Democrat, I'm not sure if it was 
the the Senate or the House or whatever. I'm not which representatives were there, but um, a lot of them have been saying that they these people were storming the Capitol to kill them. Well, then why didn't they? I mean, honestly, why didn't they? There's there's nothing stopping them. Yeah, there was some guards there, but there wasn't enough to stop them. The guard that shot that poor woman in the neck. That's it. He he shot her. She died, and then they all just stood around, being like, "Oh, dude, he shot her." If they're in, if they were intending to storm the doors and kill people in the room, a they wouldn't have had some random girl peeking through the door, looking like an idiot. Those people. If you've seen the video, I, which unfortunately I did, I saw it on Twitter. It was really rough. Um, those people were just milling around. They like they they weren't. This is the thing. The left knows how to riot. And the left is organized like this. The right isn't. Those people were just frustrated and idiots. And like they didn't they didn't even have masks on, which is why they're all going to jail now. When the left riots and loots and smashes things, they're all covered in masks. They've got you can't f- figure out who they are. They know what they're doing. There was there's been situations in I think it was New York where the Antifa clash with the Proud Boys and the cops show up and Antifa runs like, fuck you, cops. And the Proud Boys are like, yeah, officer, we'll tell you what happened. And they get arrested because they believe in the system. <laughs> and they're just trying. They're just being honest. They're like, yeah, we were fighting with those guys. They're they're psychopaths. And hello, officer. They're, they're on the side of the cops. Or at least they were. And the cops just arrested him because, th- again, Republicans aren't organized for violence. And Republicans don't. They don't do this. Conservatives don't do things like this, which is why they were so bad at it. I mean, if you've seen the video, they're literally just going in there, walking around, take like the guy with horns, just taking pictures of himself. Like, that's fine. If I guess if you're willing to go to jail for that. But these weren't people that were on a mission to murder somebody breaking into a building like a SEAL team. That's not what happened. It's just not. You're an idiot if you believe that. That girl was just peeking through a window and the this this security guard shot her in the neck. She died right there. The crazy thing is there was two cops standing over behind her on the other side. So he could have easily just missed and shot one of the other cops. It's insane that he took that shot. It wasn't safe at all. But if those people were planning on murdering politicians and kicking in the door, they would A, be planning on taking casualties and they would have had gear on, armor, masks, maybe gas mask, like they would have been outfitted for that. They weren't. They were just random people that decided, you know what, fuck it. We've been watching BLM and Antifa smash, riot, and loot things for the last nine months. Fuck it. Why can't we do it for once? But of course, they gave them what they want, a reason. Because now, every single Trump supporter, every single conservative, every single Republican can be tied to the this... I don't know how many it was, 500, 1,000, whatever it is. Whatever this spectacularly small minority of idiots, we can all be tied to these insurrectionists. When they were clearly just dumbasses that were rioting, clearly, which I don't endorse at all. I'm not saying it was a good thing. I'm not saying they should have done it, and I'm not saying it was smart. I'm saying it was incredibly fucking dumb. They should not have done that. But it's not anything we haven't seen all year long. You don't get to all of a sudden clutch your pearls and act like this is incre- This is beyond the pale. Oh, my God. It's not an insurrection. 
It was a riot at a building. That's it. But as long as they keep claiming it was an insurrection, they have what they consider to be justification for the complete and total removal of all dissent. Anyone who goes against the narrative will be removed because you are attacking the fabric of our nation. These people just want to protect America, which is funny because they actually do now that they run it. Now that they're in charge, everything is okay. Now that they're in charge, America's not evil, racist, and horrible. Now that they're in charge, you can have your life, livelihood, and your job, and your business back, and your rights, and your liberties. Now that they're in charge. That's what this has all been about. That's that's really the worst part, is that now we know how bad the Democrats will let everything get to get power. Now we know how far they will let things go to get power. It's unbelievable. They will let cities burn. They will let hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, no, it's definitely millions, millions of people lose their jobs and livelihoods. And yeah, a lot of them have unemployment, but business owners can't get unemployment. There's so many people that can't for whatever reason, they, they cannot exist off of the same system. Unemployment doesn't work. Maybe you've got child support. Maybe you've got alimony. I don't know. Like Everyone's situation is different. You don't understand. There are a, a large amount of people that have fallen behind on their mortgage, their car payments. They have nothing. They've lost everything. And the Democrats don't care. They threw all these people under the bus. They hurt all these Americans. They did all of this just to defeat the orange man. And the fucking craziest thing is that now they're actually turning around and banning Antifa. And removing them from these sites. They're actually doing it now that Joe Biden's actually been inaugurated and there's no takesy-backsies. There have been... Uh, I'm, actually, I'm not sure how many. It's There have been a ton of Antifa accounts. One of them had like 71,000 followers that have been removed from Twitter and are being banned from Facebook now. So they really used this violence. They used all of this to, to just... F- get everything all frothy to rile everybody up to stir the pot to help destroy the country because as long as republicans were in charge of the country it was evil and terrible and they didn't care now that they're in charge they can't have anyone ruining this nice place it's fucking unbelievable but believe it because we're talking about the democrat party there is no principled position. There is no morality. There is only power and keeping power. That's it. So we now know that they will let the country burn. They will let you go hungry. They will let your kids go hungry if it means that they get power. That is fucking terrifying to me. And now we've got high-profile news personalities and politicians calling for 
deprogramming of the 75 million people that voted for Donald Trump with a straight fucking face like they have any kind of moral superiority. Calling for deprogramming and re-education camps. I'm not making this shit up. This is real. These are things they're talking about. They are so... They are so gone. They are so lost. They are so far removed from reality that any, like, they can't even conceive of liberty or freedom or rights. They can only conceive of censorship and the narrative and coherence to it, conformity. When they say unity, they mean. Do what the fuck we say. They don't want unity. Who would want unity with dirty white supremacists? <laughs> who would... Like, right? They, they don't want unity. They just want everyone who doesn't want to unify with them to fuck off and die. Uh, it's it's truly unbelievable. This... It's this, this monoculture. It's you either speak the right words... You say the right things, you proselytize the right intersectional Marxist religion, and you're okay. If you don't, you will be removed. It's, it's, really, it's really scary. These people want to deprogram us from caring about the Constitution and understanding basic economics and understanding basic foreign policy. Because these are things that are beyond them. To them, it's just a matter of put a black guy in charge or a Spanish or a gay because that's what's important. Having someone of a minority group in a position of power, regardless of their competence. Competence doesn't matter. If you talk about competence, you're racist. This is about what color people are. That's what's important. <laughs> these people are idiot children. And they have, whether fair or unfair, they have claimed all three branches of government. I mean, I guess not the Supreme Court. That's not, that came out wrong. Not the three branches. But they have complete control over the executive and the legislative branch. And they mean to use this power. They will use it. Like I said, we've just seen these big tech oligarchs remove the people that got them where they wanted to be. They got up there, and then they pulled the ladder up, and they're going to ban anyone that could make them look bad. Because now they are in charge, and they can't have people making the people in charge look bad. They can't have more riots. They're going to... I saw a, uh, a an article about the chief of police from, I think it was Portland, talking about how there's a new chief of police and he's going to start being aggressive with the rioters and prosecuting and, and arresting people. And I'm like, well, that's, that's a novel idea, bud. You're going to arrest people that break the law and then have them prosecuted for breaking the law? That's good shit. That's good shit right there. That's almost like... Um, 
every other city and town in America. Yeah, it's almost like that. So now that they're the ones in charge, they are purging the left of all that nastiness that they embraced to get power. They made a deal with the devil, and now they're stabbing the devil in the back. <laughs> you almost can't even believe it. Fun fact, 17% um, of Joe Biden voters didn't know about the Hunter Biden laptop and wouldn't have voted for him had they known. So the media is just crushing it lately, completely crushing it. Big tech knocked it out of the park for the Democrats. I mean, it's unbelievable. This election may... It definitely, there's no going back now, obviously, but it wasn't free, it wasn't fair, and there was so much fuckery, it's unbelievable. The media covering up the Hunter Biden laptop story, and big tech banning anyone that tried to share it, blocking the story, saved Joe Biden from losing the presidency. And they're, they're, they don't care. Couldn't care less. Couldn't be happier, actually. They will, they will, they won't stand trial. There'll be no charges. There'll be no collusion investigations for three years. It's just how it is. The Democrats have a new weapon and they're going to use it. Their complete and total weaponization of the media against Trump to paint him as some racist or a xenophobe. Uh, regardless of the fact that he's he's garnered a ton of minority support for the GOP. They have done all of these crazy things just to get total and complete power. And now that they have it, maybe we can start thinking about getting you some of those rights back. These are the Democrats you voted for. I mean, they rely on low information voters. People that, you know are easily swayed by claims of racism and they don't bother to really pay attention to what's going on or they're not frankly intelligent enough to parse reality. They, they, they're not intelligent enough to see that reality and what the news says is reality don't line up. These aren't smart people. That's the thing. You're, you're rewarded for conforming, not for being a free thinker or an independent thinker on the left. All that is, is looked down on. They claim to be all about diversity, but they don't want diversity of thought. They just want diversity of skin color so that they look diverse. But they all say the exact same thing, and they all shout the exact same narrative. There isn't actually any diversity. The only diversity that matters is intellectual diversity, which they lack completely. Um, but these they rely on people that just share orange man bad memes without realizing that you know Trump lowered prescription drug prices for Americans for the first time in history got five middle east peace deals and helped secure borders in a way that actually saves the lives of of immigrants um they don't care they rely on people who trust the media and big tech and the narrative and would rather just accept what the establishment tells them than bother to be burdened by the truth. And that's really what it is. Understanding what's actually happening in this country is a fucking burden. Because we're in the minority now. People that can see that Joe Biden 
is a stooge for communist China and is going to do everything he can to destroy this country. People that can see that our rights and liberties have been completely demolished. People who can see that our wealth is being extracted. People who can see that this country has gone to complete shit are in the minority and were chastised and were laughed at and made fun of and called idiots and white supremacists, even though there is black, brown, Spanish, Muslim, Chinese. There are conservatives of every shape, size, color, and gender out there. But we're all just white supremacists, and uh, we don't understand. It's, it's really, it's really discouraging. Because <laughs> I mean, any of these people could have educated themselves on any of these topics. And I feel like if you actually take the time to edge, like if you buy a book on economics and you read it and you actually read the whole thing, you, you're not going to walk away embracing democratic economic policies because you understand why they don't work. They might sound good. Like $15 minimum wage. Hell yeah. People deserve more money. Well, okay. But do you understand all the things that entails and all the things that have to stay the same for that to actually matter? Like they, they don't understand when you, if, if you're forcing an employer to pay somebody more money, but that person isn't producing a commensurate increase in value or productivity, you're essentially just taking money away from the employer. And many employers, restaurants, small businesses all across the country, operate in the margins. They're getting by. Every business owner out there is not just hoarding millions of dollars in their bank account and not giving it to their employees. That's not how this works. Raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour is going to have a series of effects, and all those effects are going to hurt the country. It will, A, yes, some people will make more money per hour. The people that maintain their job and keep the same amount of hours they did before the increase, they will make more money, but a lot of people are going to lose their jobs. A lot of people. Because employers aren't going to maintain the same amount of employees having to pay them all more. They can't. A lot of these people will end up making more money per hour and netting less money at the end of the year because they worked way less hours because the minimum wage went up. And their employer had to rework everything and rebudget their business. This is the thing is raising the minimum wage. It, it, it relies on so many assumptions, assumptions that business will stay the same after price increases that will have to happen when the minimum wage goes up. It assumes that customers will continue to purchase things at that store at the same rate as they did before the price increase. It assumes that the employees are going to get the same amount of hours as they did before the minimum wage raise. And it assumes that and it assumes that employers will continue to hire employees at the same rate as they did before the, the price increase, which is not true. None of those things will happen. 
they they're interested in policies that sound good and don't achieve anything or hurt the economy because in the long run the democrat party is a tool for china i know it sounds like conspiracy theory bullshit but it's it's really not every move joe biden is going to make will benefit china raising the minimum wage is going to you know help china by helping to destroy whatever small businesses weren't destroyed by the lockdowns which Democrats also favored. Uh, Joe Biden endorses a higher corporate tax rate uh, in concert with a high minimum wage and the TPP and subsequent policies. These things make it so companies just ship jobs overseas. It makes more sense to have it done in China than it does if you have to have the work done here in America, pay an American a high minimum wage, and then you still have to deal with the high corporate tax rate on the back end? No. You're going to ship it to China. Have it done for pennies on the dollar. That's what they want. Uh, Joe Biden has already rejoined the Paris Climate Accords, which helped China by hobbling American businesses with even more restrictions on emissions that China doesn't have, thereby raising our energy costs while China has no such obligations and can continue to pollute as much as they want while maintaining their economic edge. Um, you know, this is this is part of the problem is that all of these standards for this, for quote, you know, climate change, this big overblown lie, it's really just a power grab, but it, it, it's, it's a way to force even another layer of regulation and bog down businesses with bullshit and make them spend more money on compliance and just slow down our economy. It's just another entire level of bullshit that they have talked into being. Because, again, if you actually educate yourself on the reality of climate change, it's it's so overblown, it's inconceivable. Maybe I'll do an episode on that next. Um, because there is, no, there is no scenario in which climate change leads to the destruction of mankind. Short of science fiction. It's just nonsense. Period. <laughs> and that's, you know... I can back that up with IPCC data and FAO and NOA and all that. And yeah, I should do an episode on that. I'm not going to get sidetracked on that right now. But uh, side note, the Trump administration correctly pointed this out as a reason for backing out of the accords. Um, if China can still do as they please, and they're the main producer of dangerous emissions, which they are, uh, then all these other countries cutting back, A, won't do much to change emissions total since more industrialized nations have better methods for energy production, and B, are shooting themselves in the foot economically and giving up an advantage, giving up an uh, ad advantage to the evil communist government that will always break the rules and do whatever it has to do to be on top. Um, all you're doing is hobbling yourself against the country that is, A, going to pollute the most and doesn't give a fuck about climate change at all. So you're just putting everyone else in a, a shittier economic position while allowing the main polluter to continue doing things as they want and not changing. It doesn't make any sense. Um, also, uh, <laughs> since Joe Biden has taken office, he's decided to follow through with a ban on fracking that he constantly flip-flopped about on, uh, on the campaign trail. 
betraying many people who voted for him, but belonged to various unions throughout the country. Uh, and, you know, just another move that will lessen American energy independence, costing us more, lowering our quality of life and our standard of living for everyone all around. We're going to have way higher heating bills under under Joe Biden. Um, and we're going to pay a lot more for energy. And you guys voted for this. Maybe maybe people listen they listen to this podcast didn't, but people voted for higher bills. And you know, Joe Biden is obsessed with renewables and green energy and this whole bullshit. It's a scam. It's such a scam. Um yeah, energy is about to skyrocket in America. People don't take the time to read up on the reality of climate change or renewables. And uh, they don't understand the science behind renewables is that they actually cost a ton of money. The only reason that in the in the retail market, people like you and I can afford to buy sol- solar panels for our house or the only reason that those things are affordable is because they're so heavily subsidized by the government. Uh, these things are not cheaper. <laughs> they're, they're just, we, we pay for, we, we, we pay for them in our taxes as opposed to paying for them when we buy the products. It's just, you know, it, it's one of those built in things that just raises the amount of money that we pay total in taxes. But people don't understand that these solar wind, these renewables that uh, are being touted as, you know, it's going to save the planet. They don't understand that these things are not what's called energy dense. Okay. Energy density means the amount of energy you can gain from a thing through burning it or, you know, processing it. So, for example, um, a pound of wood doesn't create as much power as a pound of coal, right? Which doesn't create as much power as a pound of uranium. So, you know, renewables are, are unreliable. The, the sun isn't always shining. The wind isn't always blowing, okay? And when these things fail, when, when the clouds, when there's cloud cover, when the wind stops, it actually takes, like, you know, that power still has to come from somewhere. So you actually still end up using electricity. The problem is you actually end up using more electricity, than you would have had you just used whatever you were using, hydroelectric or whatever, because you have to run additional cables out to supplement this new renewable energy. And that takes maintenance. And those take, you know, they, they those need to be maintained and they have to be watched and they have to be run. And then it's just extra cost. People don't understand that the average American would only use a fist sized piece of uranium for all the power they're going to use in their entire life. That's it, which is crazy. That was crazy when I found that out. But so th- these things, they sound good, but if they worked, states like California wouldn't have through the roof energy costs, okay? It's been, it's been tried in a bunch of places, and it, it's, it's, it's simply not there. The technology isn't there. Maybe after, you know, 10 years and and investment and and the technology advancing maybe it will get to a place where it actually can take over for fossil fuels but it cannot right now 
And if we switch over our entire economy to renewables, it will collapse. Our, our system will collapse. There are only, I think there's only two nuclear power plants left in California and their energy prices are the highest in the country. It's fucking crazy. I think Diablo Canyon is closing soon or it just closed actually. But I mean, nuclear is largely safe, clean. I know, I know the whole NIMBY thing, not in my backyard. And there was a whole campaign spreading misinformation about nuclear energy and how it's so dangerous, but it needs to be part of the conversation. If you're someone who's really serious about saving the planet, which isn't in any danger, and if you're someone who's really serious about green energy, zero emissions, zero, you know, zero danger, essentially, less than 100 people in history have been killed by nuclear power plant explosions, regardless of the lies that you hear on HBO documentaries and Bullshit like that. Less than 100 people in history have been killed by nuclear power plants explosions. Fact. Um, so, but a lot of these people are against nuclear, too. <laughs> they, they want the thing that costs the most and hurts the taxpayer the most. They always want to do the most expensive thing. They always want to bring down our standard of living. That's what everything they do is all about renewables are highly expensive they are not energy dense and they are unreliable sources of energy okay but th these facts are hidden from the public behind this ideological wall that they've built around it like it's this holy thing you can't you're a denier you're a climate denier no i embrace the science of climate change yes the climate is changing and yes part of it is because of humanity but facts indicate that China and India are the biggest polluters by orders of magnitude. The United States has actually scaled back our carbon emissions by a ton since 2006 when we when fracking really took off, which is why it's a shame that Joe Biden just stopped it because it's it's another it's just another way to destroy American energy independence and make us have to rely on other nations for our power, which, you know, you guessed it, helps out Actually, in this case, it would be countries like Russia and uh, Iran and Saudi Arabia and other oil-producing nations. But, um, yeah, the technology is not there. And all these things are hidden from the public uh, by journalists who are really just activists. Um, when they do interview climate scientists, the way they view the data is is through the lens of ideology or it's misquoted or it's misrepresented to further the narrative um, or they just flat out lie. I think if you're, if this is a subject that you're interested in, I would encourage you to read a book called Apocalypse Never by a man named Michael Schellenberger, who is a liberal, first of all, so I don't want to hear any of this. He's a, he's a climate denier. No, he's not. He's He's been an, an eco-activist for 20-something years, and he wrote a book on climate change because there's so much bullshit out there and there's so much misinformation about it, just like everything else that it's become this weird quasi holy thing that you're not even allowed to talk. Like if you say anything against it, you're just one of those people like, no, no, no. I have the facts and I have the data and you don't, you have the ideology, you have the narrative. If you actually educate yourself on, it, if you actually read this book, you will understand it is wildly overblown for political and ideological purposes. I'm not saying it's not real. And I'm not saying it's not a problem in some places. But 
there are way bigger issues than climate change in a lot of the world. They don't have clean water. They don't have clean food. They don't have jobs. They have completely corrupt, useless governments and destroyed economies. They don't care about CO2 emissions. <laughs> they just want to be safe and not get murdered by machete-wielding groups of psychopaths. You know what I mean? This is the this, this, These are the issues people face in a lot of the world. Emissions isn't one of the things that tops your list when your life involves dirty water, no food, and you don't know how you're going to feed your kids. Or where, like... It's it's just not that big a deal. The it's it's a it's funny because our lives are so good. We have it so good in this country that we can we have the luxury of worrying about things like climate change. When to a lot of the world, just getting clean water is a big worry. Getting clean food, not being murdered. That's what they worry about, not emissions. And, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to go off on a rant like that. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's really, it's really infuriating how they will always twist the facts to make it seem worse than it is. And it's just, it's awful. And it's just, it's just another way of using the government as a cudgel. They, they use it to take away economic liberty. And climate change is just a whole other facet of that. Um, the Democrats seek to use government as a weapon against anyone that would stand in the way of their awful policies. And they use social media to silence any dissenters. Um, authoritarianism is kind of inherent to the leftist ideology. It's the only way they know how to operate. Uh, whatever they need to do to get power, they will do it and keep it. And they don't care. And we're about to witness a precipitous decline of America, and I'm going to predict the rise of China. Um, it's, yeah, it's crazy that we're watching this happen. Um, so I'm going to wrap this up because I didn't realize I've been talking for 46 minutes, but I just got to tell you guys, next week, I have a guest on the podcast, and I cannot believe who I got, Okay. It's not, it's not like, you know, I got Brad Pitt on my podcast or something, but he's a big deal. This guy has been on the Alex Jones show. He has uh, worked with Parliament in the UK and their investigative branch looking into the crimes of the Chinese Communist Party and their organ harvesting and their concentration camps and their forced abortions and their sterilization of Muslims and other groups. And he has essentially spent his entire life as a warrior fighting the Chinese Communist Party. And uh, I got him on the podcast. Don't ask me how. I don't know how I did it. <laughs> um, I can't believe it. But it's going to be bonkers. So please, please, please remember to share the podcast next week. If you don't share this one, that's fine. Whatever. I don't care. Share next week's podcast. It's going to be crazy, okay? Um, you're going to learn so much about the Chinese Communist Party that you didn't know. There's stuff in here that I didn't get to cover today because I ranted more than I meant to. <laughs> um, but we're going to try to cover it next week. Please, please tune in, listen, share. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, you guys. I love you all. 
I appreciate your listens. I appreciate your shares and, and, uh, your interactions in the, in the, in the Facebook group and everything. I can't thank you enough. You guys are awesome. Um, so yeah, tune in next week. It's going to be crazy. Thank you very much for joining me again on free minds podcast. Take care, be safe out there and God bless. Thank you.